Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can listen to our Warn Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And Warren Radio is now on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music and Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. Be sure not to miss the following posts from our Warren Radio episodes on warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Christian Wisdom, Fear of the Lord. Seduction is Supernatural Art Form, Absolute Deception. Prophetic Battle, Awakening to Truth. Antichrist America, the Pseudo-Replacement. And you don't want to miss the latest WIBR Warren Radio shows on warren-usa.com. Keeping the Watch, Fighting God, The Kingdom War, Part 9. Counsel and Judgment, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 70, on Battle Lines. And be sure to check out all our episodes of this long-running series. And don't miss our latest Warren Radio episodes from the week of May 17th to May 19th. You can listen to them at warren-usa.com. Our Wednesday show, Fullness of Times, Gospel Advocacy, Politics, Christianity's Cost at Warren Radio. Thursday, Abundant Pardon, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 174 on Battle Lines. Renewed in the Spirit, Revelation, Throne of Iniquity, Part 14 on Sound the Shofar. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. The Rising details a takeover of America. There's danger and intrigue. The nation is at risk. Dark forces are plotting to bring the country into the globalist new order. And hidden within the storyline of the rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. You can get your copy of the rising by going to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million. You can get the rising ebook can be found on Google Play. And you can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaglinsmith.com. And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio (coughs) Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchman.
You're listening to WARN Radio on the WIBR WARN Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah, it's... Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing good. And, uh, you know, it's going to be the sixth month of this year. I know. I can't believe it. And, uh, you know, while some people have uh, been in kind of like summer, you know, Mm-hmm. Because some of them really get hot. I was reading yesterday or the day before some, you know, how hot it's getting in some places. But for us here, you know, our last freeze date just arrived in the latter part of May, and so then we're in June. <laughs> you know, and God, when I think of June, I think of summer almost over. But actually, there's June, July, August, September. Hopefully, o- we'll October. have a... Well, we've I actually... I don't want to think about it, but I hope we have a long Indian summer. Yeah, that would be nice. And we, I don't want to go there yet. Nope, I don't. I'm not ready for winter. And uh, so at any rate, we hope that wherever you're at today, you're doing all right. And we are in, uh, just to update you, last week I was telling you how much we had, we we were at in our words and stuff because I track, this uh, thing tracks all the words and the pages. We have 30 pages left in this study and so far we have gone through 301,509 words. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. That that's amazing when I think about it. It is. And you don't do that overnight. So uh, don't forget to go by warn-usa-dana-glenn-smith.com either. Warn-usa.com, dana-glenn-smith.com, and uh, you can find all of our posts, all of our shows, and uh, everything like that. And another way that a lot of people actually listen and follow us, uh, they use the WordPress app. They're also using uh, the Spreaker app. But we we are on a lot of different things. So you can listen to the front of this uh, show. And uh, Tower did the section there. And that'll tell you... Uh, you know some of the places we don't list all the places because uh, you know you can buy this book in the stores overseas and so it's amazing how all that works and I'm talking about the rising so at any rate we are in Isaiah's prophetic book 
Okay, are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. Okay. Word of the Lord finds a way into our presence in part 175 on this week's Isaiah prophetic book on battle lines. God cares, and as a father, so he cares for us in many ways. The avenue here is God's will, his spirit, and our obedience and walking in the ways which Jesus gave to us in scripture. Make no mistake here, the ways of the Lord and the world cannot be compared. For what does righteousness and holiness have to do with the word and its lusts? The only connection is whether we follow the will of the Lord or the lust of the flesh. He that sows to the flesh will reap corruption. He that sows to the Spirit of God shall reap blessing and eternal life. Even amidst the stormy trials of believers, our victory is assured. And now, back to you. Yes, we are entering in. We're over here at part 10. Verse 10 of Isaiah 55. And, uh, you know, I like this verse, and I like a lot of these verses. For as the rain comes down, or cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Now I'm continuing here. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth, and it shall not return void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sin it. Now I, I love these two verses. These two verses not only apply to Judah's situation, you know, for they went into captivity. We've talked, we, excuse me, we've talked about it, and uh, we've discussed their deliverance. We've discussed uh, their anointed Cyrus, and the one thing is, is that just hearing about being delivered from Babylon would have excited. But they are in captivity. And so it would have been hard to hear everything. Now Daniel is the one that had an insight into everything because he was praying. He knew ahead of time because he had studied Jeremiah. He knew the time was up 70 years. And so they would they could have heard from Daniel about how close this was and that God was going to do something. But the big point here is that Judah had been in captivity for 70 years. And it's easy to think, well, that's it. You know, we're never going to get out of here. But see, all along, see, Isaiah wrote and prophesied these things. God gave him the whole thing. And... You know, he told the children of Israel. And so they they would have known. And they would have known about God's word. They would have known about the fact that God tried to get them to repent. And they wouldn't. They would have known and seen their sins. They would have grieved over them. There would have been people dying. I mean, it, it, it was real judgment here. You can't lessen what happened. But the thing of it is, is that had they have listened, they'd never had to go through this. 
But the other part of this that is absolutely astounding to me, and that is when you talk about the line of the Messiah, they trace the line of the Messiah even during the time of being in captivity in Babylon. And they also talk about the ones who are in that line and they went into captivity and they talked about those who were in that line that came out of captivity. So all the way through that line, we call it the scarlet thread of redemption, which came through the Messiah, Yahshua, Jesus Christ. Even during this tremendous uh, event of Judah going into captivity for 70 years. Now, 70 years, when I see 70 years, you know, to me, that's a generation. I just figure that's a generation. And uh, so when you, when you look at that, though, and you see that God was able to keep the line going to the Messiah intact during this judgment, now that's amazing. And that tells me just what it says here. You know, that just as the rain comes down and the snow comes down, you know, it waters the earth, it feeds, it causes things to grow. So the word of the Lord goes forth and it'll also cause things to prosper. It'll also cause things to grow. Because what happens is, is that, yeah, they went into captivity and that was fulfilled. But the other part is when it's over, his word is going to be fruitful towards Israel, towards Judah. And it's going to cause them to grow. It's, it's going to take root. It's going to grow. And they're going to be able to get back in the land, which they did. And see, even today, you know, as believers in Yahshua, and Yahshua did come, Jesus. And he did redeem us, you know, through the cross, through the blood of atonement. And so even as Christians, we've got the word of God. We know what the Lord told the apostles. We know what the words of the Lord were. See, it's the word of God. And it will always go forth and accomplish what God pleases. And that's, you know, when we look at this and we go through the whole book, you know, if, if, if that's the only thing you ever get out of this whole study, that's worth it. To know that God's word is signed, sealed, and delivered. And it'll always come to pass, whatever time he gives it, and it'll always come to pass. And sometimes as we watch, you know, we don't know the proper timing of these things. But, you know, for the children of Israel, you know, that's all they had. You know, when God destroys the temple and he judges, you know, the priests, he judges the false prophets there. He destroys the political leadership and the whole nine, you know, the whole nine yards. It was gone. And that's pretty serious stuff. And then you look at what about the Messiah? Well, they took care of that. The Messiah was going to come and his line would trace back because God sees to it that that will always happen. And so in that you know, in your life today, as you see all the stuff happening in America and around the world, there is a word of God, you know, the devil wants to give you fear. But you see, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. We can have a sound mind. Now, you see, you take all these kids, unfortunately, as they give in to these unclean spirits, 
and uh, you you can see what's being said by Franklin Graham and many others uh, that are Christians that have you know uh, well known you know Christians are aware of this you know if, if they're alive in Jesus really I mean if you're backslid you're not going to know it you're a backslid Christian you're going to be sitting with the sinners over there getting woke up and you know you're only going to be free so long America I mean if, if you're if you're going to reject God it's not going to look good for God healing your country and uh, Judah found that out and I, and I would to God that America would find that out for as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and returns not thither it doesn't go back to heaven but waters the earth and makes it bring forth bud and so you have seed to the sower and bread to the eater you know because God gives forth the word of God and that's the seed of God and it goes into the earth and it always fulfills but it's just like you know when you garden you have a seed you put it down and when I put it put a seed in the ground uh, I'm the sower and then that thing comes up and like if you're planting wheat or whatever grain you have you know, you take that grain when it comes up, you grind it, you can make bread, and you're able to live. And you know, I mean, everything in a, in the world and the universe revolves around the Word of God. Everything. You don't breathe without God's goodness, and that's even to uh, those who hate God. That's even to those who are running around calling themselves Satanists that you know I mean there's a lot of people that are rebellious but to the sinners God's grace is still there for them to repent to the sinner and to those who are rebellious who hate God you know they they still are able you know to enjoy I mean you have air and you know look at the look at the people we have you know we have a satanic temple we have people that give praise to Satan. I got news for you. Satan didn't give you that air. Satan doesn't give you the food. Satan don't give you nothing. Except for demons that will help keep you miserable and, and separated from God. There is only one life everywhere in the universe, in every part of the universe, and that is God's blessing and God himself who created all things, and it was Yahshua who created all things. God gave him the lead on that. But Second Corinthians 9, 8-11, here's another one. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. As it is written, he has dispersed abroad, he has given to the poor, his righteousness remaineth forever. Now he that ministereth seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food, and multiply your seed sown, and increase the fruits of your righteousness, being enriched in everything and all bountifulness, which causeth us thanksgiving to God. That's Paul in Second Corinthians. Now see, you can look in that, you can see exactly where Paul got that. He got it out of Isaiah 55 you know 10 and 11 and then you get into Hosea you know and I'm giving you this scripture to let you know that God is the sowing God and he's the reaping God and even though you know America is backslidden and even though we have wicked nations 
God is still on the throne. He has promised man that they're going to be given a choice. And in this lifetime, you know, God said, it's appointed unto man once to die and after this the judgment. Until that time that you die, you are given the chance to be redeemed and to be saved from the judgment to come, which is the second death. And all those who have been born again through Yahshua have been delivered from the second death. All Christians, even though they've been born again, are still going to die because we're in that phase where it is appointed unto man once to die and after this the judgment. But see, the thing that's great about God, you can be a sinner just to the utmost and you're still going to get air to breathe. Unless someone shoots you or something happens, you're still going to be able to find food in most cases. And, uh, you know, we can look at America and all my life, and, you know, I've been around for a few days, and so's Tower. And between the both of us, it, it amounts to a lot of years. And we can tell you that there's always been oxygen. The birds have always been flying around. The animals have always been there. The waters has always been there. Man's been able to live and build cities, and yet they promote evil and wickedness. We have murders and all kinds of evil, and yet God doesn't destroy everybody and just start over because of his grace and the promise of his word. See, so, you know, that's the difference. Now, you wonder why, you know, why Judah, who knew God, fell away the way they did. Well, then we look at America. With all the blessings in America and how we started, we had nothing but churches, you know, different denominations, almost every kind of denomination that was in the world at the time, back in, in the beginning of this nation. And how could we all of a sudden turn against God and become almost like a pagan land? And especially today where we're absolutely pagan and we're trying to do the things that are absolutely disgusting. And you're going to find out that while God's grace is there and he gives you a chance to repent, he's not going to put up with your sin because you're going to face, uh, face it, you know, during judgment. He gives you this. This is God's grace, you know. If you'll come to him and repent truly and walk in his ways, then he will bless you. And when you die, that sin curse won't be hanging over your head. But see, it's your choice. And that's why he says in Revelation 22, He that is holy, let him be holy still. And he that is wicked, let him be wicked still. That's only two examples. You'll have to read the scripture in Revelation 22 to get all the different parts of it. But you'll find it there. In Hosea 10, 12-13, Sow to yourselves in righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord. Now see, you're not going to plant anything in hollow ground. I mean, in hardened ground. You need to break it up. You need to, you know, uh, put a lot of things in it. <laughs> There's a lot of issues to making ground worthwhile to plant seed in. You can't just sit around and let it get hard as a rock and expect something to grow. And in the same token, the Word of God is, you know, is a seed that goes out. And if you're stubborn in your heart and you don't want to listen to God, that seed of righteousness is not going to enter into your heart because of your pride and the hardness of your heart. And it says here, For it is time to seek the Lord till he come and rain righteousness upon you. And that's how come he could take uh, Judah and forgive him 
and bring him back. And Yahshua hadn't even come yet. This was under the law. But he still was able to do that and bring it back. And matter of fact, the priests had to teach him everything they needed to know. Because 70 years, a lot of those kids have... The, the, the kids and the young men had never been subjected to the law before and they don't really know it because they wouldn't have had a lot of stuff with them. The prophets, now Ezekiel went in there, but uh, the thing of it is, it, it was a tough road. Um, you have plowed wickedness, you have reaped iniquity, you have eaten the fruit of lies. Now this is Hosea. Because thou didst trust in thy way and the multitude of thy mighty men. Now see, all your armies are not going to save you from the judgment of God. And, and that's the whole thing. The prudal lies come out of your politicians. The prudal lies come out of your backslidden priests. That's exactly what happened to Judah. <coughs> because this is a group of people that should have known better. And they were sacrificing their children to Baal. They were sacrificing to the Queen of Heaven, doing all manner of evil. And yeah, they were still doing things in the temple. Matter of fact, you know, it, it's known that the, that the priests and everything within the temple were actually going out and helping with the sacrifices to the Queen of Heaven using some of the same stuff that they would sacrifice to Jehovah God. I mean, make no mistake. See, you can have a place that is a curse instead of a blessing because you're not right with God. You know, a temple or even a church... You go there to worship God, but if you've got a priest that's corrupt, you've got a doctrine that's corrupt, and, and you don't walk in the righteousness of God, that church has become a curse. And that church needs to repent. The pastor needs to get, get out of there. And I'll tell you what God used to do to the priests. If you weren't a priest and you were approaching that altar, and if you weren't clean and hadn't done things, you would die. And see, all of that is a sign to you that God doesn't mess around with righteousness. He doesn't mess around with your sins. You're under grace now. But when grace ends, kids, it's time to get serious. You think, well, it's going to be too late. You need to get serious today. And so we're talking about this. You might as well understand it when we're talking about the sowing and the reaping, the rain coming down in the snow and watering the earth and giving light, uh, life and being able to bring forth things that will bud and be able to give you something to eat and be fed and give your animals. Well, I'll tell you, that all comes out of the grace of God and, and his I call it his benevolence. You know, he's righteous. He said it. He's given you time. And Peter, I, I believe it's Peter that even talks about it. You know, that God gives you time. Because he wants everybody to repent. Now, Jeremiah 4, 2 through 4. Now, this relates to the Judah thing. Because he was the one that was charged with talking to Judah. And thou shalt swear, the Lord liveth in truth and judgment and in righteousness. And the nations shall bless themselves in him, and in him shall they glory. For thus saith the Lord to the men of Judah and Jerusalem. Now see, this is exactly what Hosea said. What Break, were those verses again? Jeremiah 4, 2 through 4. 
Now, here again, you'll see break up your pile of ground. Now, when we talk about that, we're talking about you need to break up that hardened heart. You need to allow in this word. You need to think on it. You need to rebuke that and, and cast those thoughts away and look to the Lord and truly repent. You've got to break up that ground and start thinking, well, maybe God's right. Maybe I need to do this. I need to repent. And see, when you repent and you confess your sins to God and you turn from your ways, you're breaking up that ground. You're breaking up that hardened heart. You're also putting, uh, let me put it this way, it's like taking a hardened piece of ground and you finally put water on it, you dig it up and you mix manure and other kind of fertilizers in it and, you know, you begin to put mulch around it. Yeah, you're going to grow stuff. And that all that stuff, you know, when we talk about that in the context of Christianity or even during the time of Jeremiah, it means that you are repenting, you're coming to God, you're being, you know, open to him and you're confessing your sins. You know, and for them, you know, they're going to be doing the sacrifices and, and they're going to be more than sacrifices. See, because Judah was playing, playing at all this, but they would dabble in another stuff too. See, you can go into that temple every day and you can listen and you can do whatever you want to and you can do your little sacrifices but if you're not walking in the way before God that he wants you to walk, you're in trouble. So you break up your fallow ground and sow not among thorns. And that's what we're doing in America. The thorns is sin. It's the sinners. It's all this other stuff. You allow yourself to be drawn into this. And you're trying to, you're not sowing to righteousness. You're not turning away from wickedness. You're in, indulging in it. And, you know, we have a lot of that. Because in America, we don't see anything wrong with that. In America, that's okay. It's not okay. You know, Biden and all of his minions up there may think it's okay. But it's not okay. It's not okay to kill babies. It's, it's not okay to do all the things that you're doing. God made two sexes, not 14. You know, he has things that you have to follow. You don't follow, you're going to answer to him. Not me. I can tell you what you need to do, but only you can do it. I ain't going to, I ain't going to make you do nothing. I'm going to tell you the word of God. And if you don't want to listen, that's up to you. Matter of fact, Revelation 22 tells me flat. He that is wicked, let him be wicked still. It doesn't tell me to go beat you over the head. I give you the word of God. I tell you what's going to happen in truth and honesty. And we pray over these messages. And the thing of it is, if you don't want to listen, you're going to answer to God for that. Because this is serious stuff. You don't want to think it's serious, so that's fine. Because one day, as it says, he that is wicked, let him be wicked still. But in the latter part of that, for I come quickly, saith the Lord. To give to every man according as his work shall be. And guess what? He's going to look at your work and find out what you've done. He will see your hardened heart. He will see your pride. He will see all of the sin and iniquity hanging off of you. And you'll be unclean in his sight. You'll be filthy in his sight. But see, if you knew Christ, if you would come to him, when you see him in that judgment, you know, when, 
Well, actually, you're not going to be there in that second judgment. You'll be around the throne. You'll be around as witnesses, but you won't be in it because of Christ. You'll be in righteousness. You'll be dressed in white, the righteousness of the saints. But those who are unclean, you're not going to stand up to the Lord God and say, who do you think you are? You're going to look at yourself and you say, who did I think I was? So he says, circumcise yourselves of the Lord. Take away the poor skins of your heart, you men of Judah, inhabitants of Jerusalem. Now see, today, when you repent and come to the Lord, there is a little operation there done by the Spirit of God. For we're told in John 3 that we're to be born again to the Spirit. And that Spirit of God gets in there and circumcises your heart. It puts a divine spark in you so you can walk in the way. You can re- you can. Uh, resist the devil and he will flee from you you can pray and people be healed you can stand up and you don't have to worry about fear there's a lot of there's a lot of bonuses about this yes Christians do get persecuted for their faith but I can tell you what this is a God who's a delivering God this is a God who rewards this is a God who takes care of his people So break up your fallow ground. Don't sow among thorns. And the thorns are those things you do in this life. If you step on some of the goat head thorns and others we have here on bare feet, you're going to know it. You ain't going to do it twice. And I got news for you. The problem with this is you take your sins in in before the Lord, and that is in heaven. When you stand in the judgment, you're going to be thrown someplace you ain't going to like. But if you can take those thorns before the Lord right now before he comes, and if you can repent, you say, Lord, I want these thorns out of here, God will heal you. That's breaking up your fallow ground. That's not sowing among thorns. You bring it to the Lord. He'll take care of them. You circumcise yourselves to the Lord, taking away the foreskins of your heart. This is, I'm reading Jeremiah. That's what Jeremiah is telling Judah to do. In other words, stop playing around, Judah. Stop saying that you're righteous before God when you're not righteous. You know what the Lord told him when he was here? If you just read the Gospels. He said, you are your father the devil. He said, you don't even follow the law. Is it no wonder that they plotted to kill him? Murder. And that's blood guilt. Okay, I talk a lot about blood guilt and the death of Yahshua leading up to the leading up to the cross, you know, he was killed there on that cross. That's blood guilt, and that was on the heads of the children of Israel. And when they went before the Roman authority, he said, "I want nothing to do with this. I wash my hands of this." And he even mentioned the blood. And the, and the crowd there said, Let his blood be on our head. And it was. Jesus, weeping over Jerusalem, said this. He said, How oft would I have gathered you as a mother hen or chicks, but you would have none of it. Before that he said, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that stonest the prophets. They wouldn't even listen to the prophets who were sent to save them. Is it any wonder they plotted to get rid of him and then he was raised from the dead and people saw him. But he didn't appear to those who rejected him. He appeared only to those who were following him. And when he comes a second time, he will appear to those who loved him. That's the key. 
You don't love the Lord, you ain't going to see him. Matter of fact, you might see millions of Christians disappear. But before that happens, there's going to be massive trouble here. So circumcise yourselves of the Lord. Take away the foreskins of your heart, you men of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Let my fury come forth like fire and burn that none can quench it because of the evil of your doings. Now see, he's telling Judah that. Now see, we're on the back end of that where they've been, you know, they're being delivered. But I got news for you. The front end of judgment is ahead for us on this earth. Christ is coming again and in Revelation chapter 1 he is the Almighty. You didn't repent of your sins you're going to ask you're going to face him. But there's that there's that day. He will say to the righteous if they've been faithful, well done thou good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. That's what we work for and to see people redeemed. We want to see America redeemed. But we can't make you be redeemed. You love Satan. You want to be rebellious. So be it. I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. You choose. I had to choose. I stand with the Lord. Period. That's it. You don't like it? I don't care. We want to see you repent. But if you don't want to, hey... God gives us all a choice. I had to make a choice. You have to make a choice. People need to start taking responsibility for their sins and what they're doing. You can't just go do things to people and think you're going to get away with it. And that's what we've done in America today. We don't even have an honest judicial system. Many, many of our politicians are crooked in this country. And we've seen that time and time again. So you think America's going to get away with that? No. You think America's going to get away with killing babies without the Lord doing something? No. Do you think you can let all those people rob and steal and kill and beat up people in American streets and you get away with it? Or they get away with it? No. God will render every man according as the work shall be. The prophets declared, and I'm telling you tonight, you had better wake up. 55 verse 11, so shall my word be that goes forth. And it goes forth out of the mouth of the Lord, and it will not return void. And we happen to be reading the prophet that has already given this. And this is a pure word of the Lord given by the prophet Isaiah. It'll accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. If you pray for God's word to fail, you're going to be in trouble. Jeremiah thirty-one, twelve. Here's another Jeremiah verse. Therefore they shall come and sing in the height of Zion, and shall flow together to the goodness of the Lord for wheat, for wine, for oil, for the young of the flock and of the herd. And their soul shall be as a watered garden, and they shall not sorrow any more at all. Now that is the end result. The judgment of Judah, and it's not over. But you know, they got rescued. But this particular verse has a lot of future in it. Because there's these verses, you can take these and you can look ahead. Because there's going to t- come a time that Israel will be one. That Israel will be through with all of the stuff they have to go through. There's a time when all the Christians, 
There's not going to be Jew or Gentile, male or female. We'll be all one in Christ Jesus. And that's what we're looking for. 1 Peter 1, 23-25 Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Now this is the word of God which I'm giving you. For all flesh is it grass, and all the glory of man is the flower of grass. The grass withers, the flower falleth, thereof falleth away. Now see, we can water it all we want to, but there comes a time when it's going to wither. The flowers will bloom, but it comes time that they're going to drop. But the word of the Lord endures forever, and this is the word by which the gospel is preached unto you, and you better believe it. And it's that gospel that Jesus told the apostles to go and preach, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Because this gospel is not going to return void. 1 Corinthians 3, 5 through 8. Who then is Paul? Who is Apollos? But ministers by whom you believed. Even as the Lord gave to every man, I have planted. Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planteth anything, neither is he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. Now he that planteth and he that watereth are one. And every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. Now you see, we're in Isaiah. You might think, what do you read New Testament scriptures for? Because the one enforces the other. The Bible that Yahshua read was the Torah, the Tanakh. The same way with the Apostles. You got the New Testament because those apostles were anointed. And they would read and study in the Old Testament and they knew what God wanted them to say. And when I do an Old Testament study or any of these others, I always bring scriptures from the New Testament to see and show you how this thing comes together. Because the apostles emphasized the word of God. Isaiah 55.12 Now see, when I look at these verses, really, I, I think of the millennial reign of Christ. I think of that time when all the things as we know it have changed. Well, anyway, verse 12 for ye shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Now you see, when you read that, you can see the trees clapping their hands, all the rest of it. But, you know, this represents a blessed sitting, setting, you know. And you have everlasting joy. And you're going to have peace. It says you'll be led forth with peace. Not fear. Not trepidation. You go out with joy and be led with peace. 
And when you get out there, you'll see the mountains and the hills, and they'll be so beautiful, so receptive, and everything will be so beyond belief that it's like they're breaking forth before you and singing and, and clapping with their leaves and everything just to show you how pleased they are with this new place that God has prepared. This tells you what it's like. Now you see, now we're going to tell you in conjunction with this. Now see, this is the good part. This is where you want to be. You'll go out with joy and be led forth with peace. You can, you come to the Lord and in this life, you're going to face tribulation. Because through much tribulation do we enter into the kingdom of God. That's just the way it is. But when you get through this life, peace will greet you like a friend. And joy will carry you out the door. And everything you behold will be so gorgeous and beautiful and perfect. You can just literally see the mountains dancing. And the trees just clapping in an applause. Because of all of nature being so perfect. Revelation 19. After these things I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Alleluia, salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God. For true and righteousness are his judgments. For he has judged the great whore which did corrupt the earth with her fornication. That's where we're at right now. But this is later on in the tribulation when she's destroyed. And has avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. And again they said, Alleluia. And her smoke rose up forever and ever, and the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshipped God that sat on the throne, saying, Amen. Alleluia. And a voice came out of the throne, saying, Praise our God, all ye his servants, and you that fear him, both small and great. Now that's when the judgment has reached a point. And the great whore can't do what she was doing. Now in First um, Chronicles 16, 28-35. Give unto the Lord, you kindreds of people. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name and bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Fear before him all the earth. The world also shall be stable, that it be not moved. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice, and let the men let men say among the nations, The Lord reigneth. Let the sea roar in the fullness thereof. Let the fields rejoice in all that is therein. Then, all, then, then shall the trees of the woods sing out at the presence of the Lord, because he comes to judge the earth. O oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. And say ye, save us, O God of our salvation, and gather us together, and deliver us from the heathen, that we may give thanks to thy holy name, and glory in thy praise. Now that's 
Chronicles. Now I got news for you. That may be in the Old Testament, but that describes the deliverance from the heathen, the truth of the Lord, and related to that glory and strength, you find holiness. The heavens are glad, the earth rejoices. The men among the nations say the Lord reigns. The fields rejoice, the trees of the woods sing out at the presence of the Lord because he comes to judge the earth. You see, there's coming a time when the heathen are not going to be in charge. There comes a time when the wickedness isn't going to be here. And when we're going through Isaiah, you better understand, we're not always going to be talking about judgment. We're not always going to be talking about how America needs to repent. We're not always going to be going through tribulation. Because when this thing is over, we're going to have a new heavens and earth. Why? Because the Lord says so. We're going to be with him. How do we know? Because it says so. We are forgiven. How do I know? Because it says so. And we follow directions. But if you can't have faith, if you can't believe, most of the people say they have no faith to believe in a God they can't see. Yet they'll turn around and believe in a God called Satan, the God of this earth, or so they think, and serve him and convince themselves to do all manner of evil and their hearts become hardened and don't think their end will ever come. Well, that is a bad bet. Yes, it is. And if you're a financial consultant, you would not bet on that, I guarantee you. Because if there's one thing I know, God's worth word is true. And God leads you as the Father does the Son. Now see, the blessings are continued when we get in verse 13 of Isaiah 55. Instead of the thorn shall come up the fir tree. Instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree. And it shall be to the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. See, the reason that is, is because the blessing is on the land. See, just having, for instance, innocent blood, like blood guilt on the land that'll bring a curse on the land. That's in the word. Isaiah 54, we've been through Isaiah 54, but I want it just remembering this. For the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from thee, neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed. Now he's speaking to the children of Israel, but he's actually speaking to all of us because of the New Testament, because of the coming of Yahshua, 
because of the things that Yahshua did to fulfill the covenant of peace with us the blood atonement and he says my kindness shall not depart from thee neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed but see you got to be his child it's not too late saith the Lord that has mercy on me O thou afflicted and tossed with tempest and that's what Judah was and even today Israel is tossed to and fro but they're in the land and not comforted behold I'll lay thy stones with fair colors and lay foundations with sapphires while in the New Testament we know the different foundations that are laid because the New Testament fulfills the Old Testament and I'll make thy windows of agates thy gates of carbuncles and all thy borders of pleasant stones and all thy children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be the peace of thy children because up to the timing of the Lord there's going to be families Second Peter says this but you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Now that's what the Lord is calling you right now. He's calling you out of the darkness, out of the lust. He's telling you to put down your pride and come to him. He's called you out of the darkness. Come into his light. Which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God. See, the Gentiles especially, they didn't know anything about all the promises. But now we do. And I'm telling you about them. I'm telling you because I know. Which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God. That's us right now. Which had not obtained mercy. We didn't. But now have obtained mercy. 1 Peter 2, 9 through 10. So that's been, we just finished chapter 55. And we'll start with chapter 56 next week. And the Lord is doing a new, new thing in 56. And we're going to be looking at the coming of Messiah and a lot of other things. And along with that, Israel as well. Understand, this word is true. And it points us to Calvary. Even though we're talking about Judah, even though we're talking about the Old Testament, it all centers around the Son of God who died for your sins and mine. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Father, we thank you for this word tonight. Bless your word to the hearts of those whenever they hear it. Draw them to yourself. Deliver them out of the darkness and bring them into the light with you. May they have their hearts broken up 
And may they be ready to follow you, Father, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, that was a good word. It was encouraging. We have a lot to look forward to, even the trials that we're going through here. We must go through them, but in the end, we have hope and something we can't even comprehend the greatness and joy of the Lord. Yeah, and we get tired of all that. Of the of the trials? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, we want the blessing. We yes, want the we do. Yeah, we we look for more mercy, more yes. grace. Amen. Everybody to be saved. Everybody to repent. Yes. That would be wonderful. It'd be amazing. And so when we talk about this, this is real. And the thing of it is, <coughs> Judah's in the land. And we're waiting for the rest of the tribes to be there too. Now a lot of the, you know, it's believed that a lot of the tribes of Israel have actually received the Messiah and actually you know messianic believers today so we're getting ready to close up tower go ahead okay well thank you for joining us everybody whenever you do we love you we pray for you please remember to pray for your brethren and pray for us we always hope the best for you in Christ Jesus we pray for you and may the Lord make his face to shine upon you and stay safe. And go with God. And good night, everybody. Don't forget to go by our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. This is comprised of the Watchman Alert Radio Network, which is Warren Radio, and the Watchman Institute for Biblical Research, which is the WIBR. We are an in-time radio ministry called for this specific purpose. And we invite you to visit our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And we want you to know the truth because the truth will set you free. Until next time, take care of yourself and your families. Consider the things which you have heard. And may the Lord open your eyes and your heart so that he can bless you, redeem you, and help you and your family. Good night. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.